<laughs> is that in there? No. Ah, damn. Okay. That was a really good can crack. I also snapped my thumbs with it, so. Who's this from? Oh, it's a gorgeous beer. I see the, um, end, of the end of the wave, so. Uh, well, a little bit of the end of the wave is uh, coming to the full wave here. That's not a transition at all. I don't even know why I said that. That was awful. So, remember the Jackass movies? Yeah. Uh, so, they're doing a fourth one. I saw. They're currently filming it. Yeah. Uh, then, si- someone, then someone goes to the hospital. <laughs> First side note, uh, Bam Margera got like kicked off of it <laughs> because he's uh, he can't stay sober. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, insurance companies won't cover you, so you're staying away. So yeah, two of the dudes are in the hospital. Want to know what they're in the hospital for? Uh, butt chugging. No, oh, not good. this time. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, they uh, jumped on treadmills going full speed. Oh Jesus! While wearing sousaphones. <laughs> and that sounds like something that we should have done at penn state <laughs> okay truth time uh-huh. so flashback to high school richie uh-oh and the uh the the thought of marching band on the horizon <laughs> so in june i definitely went and got my baritone that was assigned to me and like my uniform and music and crap and i definitely was like well, I've never played while walking before, so let's try walking on the treadmill with my baritone. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> I 120% got shot off <laughs> the treadmill with my baritone into the concrete wall of my basement. <laughs> Hi, my name's Nixon. Welcome to Marching Band Jackass. <laughs> beer, dear, 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 dear. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. <laughs> That's the cold open right there. Yeah, I didn't go to the hospital, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the song Sing the song. I don't remember what it was. This is Nixon's song. So it went, oh, I haven't had apple pucker since I played Pong with it. <laughs> and then I threw up. <laughs> uh, that was oh. a nice shot of apple pucker. That was delicious. Right? Oh, tastes like a Jelly Rancher. Uh, it sure does. Not that you should drink, kids, but you should. if you like green apple Jelly Ranchers, <laughs> you like uh, green apple pucker. So anyway, welcome to the podcast. This is uh, Wanna Have a Beer with Nixon and Topher. I am Topher. And I am Nixon. And we are drinking beer. This time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actual beer. This uh, time. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so I'm drinking the uh, Treachery of Fruit. It's a Goza with cherries from uh, Short Throw Brewing. Purchased at Vintage Estates, sponsor of the pod, friend of the pod, uh, providing us beer. Though I had to pay for it. If you, if you want to actually sponsor us and give us beer, please do. Uh, Nixon, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Blue Martian by Platform yeah. uh, up in Cleveland. It is labeled as a slushy-style sour with blueberry and vanilla flavor. Sounds delicious. It's pretty fucking good. There you go. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> Better than one I just drank before this. Would you say that it's a uh, top five beer? No. Oh, well, I, I would like to say, though, that this is a top five podcast. Not that we're ranked in the top five of anything. We are just <laughs> doing a podcast of the top five. We're doing a top five. In the world of video games. Yep. 
So a top five of the top five. We've got five top fives coming at you. I'm going to say five at least five more times. Five, 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 five. <laughs> and what he's not telling you is that we each devised our own top five list for five separate categories. And we will be comparing them and likely talking a lot of shit. Probably talking shit. We have no idea what's on each other's lists. Yeah. We barely have any idea what the actual topics are. It's amazing that we're even <laughs> recording right now. <laughs> These things, they do happen. Anyway. I am definitely going to have at least two beers in this podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say to you that we should start off easy. All right. Let's go with sports games. Ooh, top five sports games of all time. Of all time. Well, of all time. I think I approached these lists differently than you did. Oh, well, look at that. We're already getting some conjecture and some conflict and some con so, so air. Gonna, so <laughs> when I approached this, I thought to myself, what were the top five sports games that I have played the most? Ooh, I, I wonder if we'll have some overlap here if you're thinking of it that way. Yeah, we might. So what's your number five? All right, so my number five, uh, keeping with the theme of the number five, is madden 2005 okay uh featuring the first year of the hit stick and also the training camp drills uh that you could that grow was on, your players that was on 03 was it on 03 yeah oh maybe it was the first year of the highlight stick then yeah well, who was on the cover of that that was ray lewis that's yeah, why i thought mike it was Vick the was hit 04. Stick. yeah yeah because 03 was marshall falk i'm pretty sure 05 was the first year of the hit stick i don't know i think 03 had a hit stick I don't think. But it, I think I think five was the first year that cat was a little overpowered, because the hit stick came out right before they came up with the vision thing, and they that came out for Michael Vick in '04. Okay, I think I think I the think. vision came before the hit stick though. Oh well, fuck it. Yeah, so uh, we already so, don't so know here, what we're so, talking so about. So here you are with a. Uh, the big time game company for your number five yep it was the best it's still the best madden i have it for gamecube and i still play it sometimes oh really i've heard it doesn't hold up from other people but whatever Uh, well i mean most old sports games don't just because like the ai sucks you know what you know what sports game does probably still hold up what's that my number five what's your number five backyard baseball for the pc oh you loser (laughs) backyard baseball that game was the bomb. That game sucked. How did that game what suck? What was that guy's name? Pa- like pa- Pablo Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> kind of racist. Kind of no, racist. No, man, that game was awesome. I spent so much time playing that game. Actually, that entire series when it first came out. Backyard oh, baseball, geez. football, soccer. Hockey wasn't good, and um, basketball <laughs> was terrible. That's because who has a hockey rink in their backyard? You can't actually Canadians. play. Canadians. Do they really? Yeah. It's what? actually you can actually get the stuff to build a hockey rink in your backyard pretty cheaply. What what would you rather have in your backyard, a pool or a hockey rink? Um, well, if you have a big enough pool, it could be it could be, become your hockey rink. <laughs> that sounds not good for the pool if you're also skating on it. Yeah, no, um, no, it'd be fine. But yeah, that's, that's my number five. That's oh. my number five. All right, well, it's not bad. Go to your number four. Then. My number Do- four, Diddy Kong Racing. Wow, I feel like it is honestly. One of the most underrated kart games of all time, um, especially for the 64. I think it outranks Mario Kart 64. Boom, you're it, correct. It has a somewhat of a story mode to it, which is kind of neat. There's boss races, which is cool. But I thought the most innovative thing on it was that it was possible to race different tracks with different vehicles. You had your plane, hovercraft, and your car. Yep. Uh, what... Um... 
Would you say that Diddy Kong Racing is in the Mario universe? Would you say that's a part of Mario universe? Um, it's part of the Rare universe, where yeah. they have an overlap with uh, Diddy Kong. Yeah, because so, 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 Donkey Kong's in Diddy Kong Racing. Donkey Kong's not. Donkey Kong's not in it? Nope. Oh. It's just Diddy Kong. Alright, never mind then. Because I was yeah. listening to a podcast that was discussing Diddy Kong Racing, like, mm-hmm. last week. And they were tr- they were playing 20 questions, and they were trying to guess the game. The game was Diddy Kong Racing. Mm-hmm. But they had asked if the game was in the Mario universe, and the guy said no. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Donkey Kong's in that, and He's I'm pretty not. sure that counts. He's but not. if not, then but, there you go. But Diddy Kong's in it, and because Diddy Kong is in Donkey Kong 64, yes. And now Diddy Kong's in Mario Kart nowadays, yeah. so. Actually, I don't think he's in the newest one. Is he not? I don't think so. I could be crazy. Yeah, he was in uh, Double Dash, though. Oh, okay. That's probably what I'm thinking of. That's the only other one that I played a lot of on a console. Yeah. Um, going to going to my number four uh, sports game. I thought that I was going to go a little bit off the rails, but you went more off the rails <laughs> with that one. I'm going to say my number four is Rocket League. I didn't even think of Rocket League on this one. Rocket round. League, uh, definitely a sports game. Yeah, too bad it's free to too bad it's fucking free to play now. And it blows. Yep. Actually, it's really good on the Switch. Well, the ball physics from like when, when did that game come out? Ten years ago now, almost. Yeah, I think so. Well, when it maybe I think it was like 2012, so maybe only like nine. But when it when the ball physics from the initial the initial launch of it. Where the ball just like fucking flew everywhere. Yeah, that was my favorite, especially playing basketball on that. No, they uh, they had a weird football variation that I played recently. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, like, it, it's like you touch the ball and it's attached to you, so mm. you like you can't like, you're not like hitting the ball. Like you touch it and it's attached to you, and if you jump and flick, you like throw a pass. Oh. So, but whenever another car hits you, you the ball comes loose, so it's like you fumbled it. Hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I thought it was fun. So if you carry it into the goal, you get seven points. If you pass it into the goal, it counts as a it counts as three. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. That's fun. Yeah, I would I would I would try that. I might actually dip back into Rocket League. Yeah, I don't. It was limited time. It might not still be there. (sighs) Yeah. Rocket League continues to disappoint. (laughs) True that. God. All right. So let's hear your number three. All right. So my number three sports game of all time is uh nba street volume two volume two volume two didn't we play that once on your gamecube and it was in black and white because we were using a dreamcast cable uh we were using an n64 cable <laughs> no 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 uh, are you sure that didn't you bring the cable no oh we, we rigged it oh it was your ps2 cable that's what it was yes it was so a PS2 somehow cable. a ps2 cable worked in a gamecube but it only produced a black and white signal <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> but we played it we sure featuring did. the uh, the NBA Street games were super fun. They were the first time that you really got to play with like modern players and classic players, um, and it was just like usually three v three was like the popular mode. But they had the uh, the game breakers in the first one, but they added game breaker level two in the second one, so you could pocket your initial game breaker for a super special one that would like instantly end the game. I believe. You know, I think I, I played the first one. I never played volume two. But what I think I liked the most about the first one was that it was almost like a modern take on NBA Jam. Yeah, I feel like if you combined um, an NBA like sort of sim game with NBA Jam and then threw in uh, the point system for a Tony Hawk game, 
That's what you get. Yeah. You get an NBA streak. Because you're just like, yeah, I'm going to dribble the ball and bounce it off your head and do these passes and those passes and get the super combo and then get the game breaker. Yep. Yeah. Fun For stuff. Sure. Good game. For sure. All right. What's your number three? My number three is Mario Kart 8. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, played the it deluxe all... or the uh, Wii the, U version. The deluxe. Yeah, I don't have a freaking Wii U. <laughs> no one else does Are either. Freaking kidding me! <laughs> I've uh, I've dedicated a lot of time to it, especially lately. Um, and you wreck buttholes whenever we play. Yeah, so. I've unlocked all the gold stuff. I'm pretty pumped about that. And no, I've actually started playing online against people, and that's fun. Um, wow, you're the only person having fun doing that. No, actually, I have a hard time. There's some good people online. Yeah, there are. Um, so, no, I think it's, I think it's probably one of the, I would say it's one of the best kart racing games ever. I, I would probably say it is the best, although it's like, I'm not going to agree with you. Okay. Do you have something for I'm later? I'm not talking on? about it right now. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, what's your uh, number two game then? Um, Major League Baseball by Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> for the, the N64. Uh, N64 version, all right. Yeah, that game was awesome. Like, that game, because you figure the last game I played, the, the last baseball game that came out before that was uh, another Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball, but for the Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. This was, like, the first full 3D version of baseball um, for the... 64 because yep. I, I feel like there was already a mlb game for playstation out at that i want to say there was like a Derek jeter all-star baseball but it might have been after yeah that was King after that was 02 okay. and 03 because i had both of those for ah. the gamecube ah. but yeah no um that game i've probably registered thousands of hours on that game wow literally thousands of hours like every year for the all-star game mark would come over and we'd play that game for like four or five hours watch the all-star game play that game until like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> man must have been nice growing up with friends yeah i didn't have friends growing up I'm not surprised <laughs> that's why we're friends now you're, <laughs> you're overcompensating <laughs> trying to absorb my friendship <laughs> i'll absorb your friendship and it will be mine forever that sounds like a weird like uh, strawberry shortcake plot line. It sure did sound weird. You got that right. <laughs> it could also be like a Smurfs plot line. Ooh. Ooh, that sounded like a little bit of a Smurfy voice. Yeah. That was like Smurf Smurfing, absorb your Smurf into my Smurf. See, that sounds like a Rick Rick and Morty impression of a Smurf. <laughs> See, I don't watch Rick and Morty, so it's oh, more you organic. Need to. You need to, you need to watch Rick and Morty. All right, hit Maybe me with your number two, homie. Uh, my number two is Wii Sports. Alright. Wii Sports. Man. Super fun. Bowling. Wii Bowling. Bowling is the classic one. I always enjoyed tennis the most. I also um, like golf. The golf yeah. was actually pretty realistic for my uh Golf was good. I like the baseball, too. I like the I baseball. Like... Uh, do we cut... The boxing was the only one that was like, nah, that's yeah, fucking dumb. Take I, it or leave it. I feel like bowling was probably the best. Yeah. I think bowling was also like the most universal. Yeah. Like... Uh, it, there were fun quirks to it that everyone could do or you could do the really lazy thing there's like this wrist flick thing that i yep. used to do never even have to like get up and do the motion yeah it was nice good stuff a good one. all right so all my right. number one number one hit me with it my number one mvp baseball 2005 all right tell me why why pitch, is it better than 04 pitch recognition system okay so i don't did they have that in 04 i think they did um, but I think it was just more refined. I honestly feel like that. I think pretty sure 05 was a carbon copy of 04. 
I think it might have been, but it had uh, classic players and classic stadiums that you could unlock Dude. with points. Yeah, that was the polo cool. grounds for home run derby. Bad yep. time. Yep. That was like um, 2K, uh, was it 10 we used to play had the polo grounds on it too. Yeah. Ugh. Super fun with that stuff. Uh, Manny Ramirez on the cover, obviously great. Um, and it was it was the last time that like a baseball game felt like a real simulation. It had like the uh, directional sliding that you could do into bases. I think you have your games confused. What do you think I have? I think O four was Manny Ramirez. O five was Albert Pujols. O four was Albert Pujols. O five was Manny Ramirez. I am for sure. I have got the disc, uh, in my. I thought room. I th- I was pretty sure that All American Rejects were on O four. I think All American Rejects were on O three when it was still high heat. Oh no, no, I think it was it was it was MVP when it was O three. But Swing Swing, yeah, I believe was on O three. Oh well, that t- t- shows me a lesson for. Dating baseball games with the All American Rejects song, <laughs> which is the system that we date everything. Actually, yeah. well, how does that relate to All American Rejects? Anyway, this is a true. This is MVP a baseball, two thousand five, the greatest. Okay. What's your number one sports game? Mario Kart Double Dash. Oh, all right. I wish you. I wish you could understand how many times I made my little brother cry on that game. <laughs> Now, was it because you were beating him, yeah. or was it because you were physically beating him? Uh, it was because I was beating him in the game, and he would throw a fit and throw controllers at the system. Oh, yep. I was I was that kid with my Sega Genesis. Yeah, so, because, you know, the GameCube had four ports, we had four controllers, so it'd be me, me, my dad, my sister, and my brother, and I would, I would wreck house. But then my <sighs> brother got older and figured it out, and it got uh, a little rough. Yep. But I will always have those glory days of ultimate pwnage. <laughs> to fall back on destroy all right i picked that list you get to pick the next list all right next list is the most important list top five og 151 pokemon all right what is your number five magmar magmar i almost picked magmar for my number five it's that bondage necklace yeah no magmar is my number five because Magmar was always one that I always wanted to get, and he was towards the end of the game, so yep. it was kind of like, yeah. I'm also a fire guy. You'll see that through this list. Oh, I have a feeling I know some of the other Pokemon on your list, You then. probably will. Loser. I was always a water guy myself, so. Yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. All, All right. right. My, uh, my number five is Haunter. Oh, nice. Not even a final evolution, but I feel yeah. like Haunter was the cooler and creepier of the ghost-type Pokemon. I feel that. Yeah. I debated him a little bit. Yeah, it's a good one. It's got like the detached hands thing, which is pretty fun. Yeah, he he's the, like he like looks goofy, but also menacing. He did the weird lick thing. The weird lick thing. I mean, Gasly did that too. But yeah, I'm a big fan of weird licks. What can I say? Yeah, licking stuff. Boo doo 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 doo. Touching food. <laughs> All right, here's your number four. <laughs> number four Pokemon of the OG 151 Scyther. Oh, good choice, bud. If it had been, like, if we could include Jotu, Johto, it would have been Scizor, and it would have been higher on the top five. But Scyther, real good Dude, Pokemon. Scyther's bomb. I never was able to get Scyther, because I don't think he was in blue. Yeah, he wasn't. That's why I was real excited to get him when I got, I think yeah. I got gold uh, first yeah. out of gold and silver, because I got both of those eventually. But yeah, I got the one that I could actually catch him, and I was like, wow, I'm so excited. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he was tradable in red. 
Like you had to trade for him in, in red with the yeah. NPC. Or no, I think maybe yellow. Yeah, one of those you had to yeah. trade. Yeah, because there were weird stuff in yellow. Yeah. Like in yellow, you could trade for a machoke that would evolve into a machamp, like yeah. in game. Yeah. It was super cool. But what ifs? All right. My number four, Moltres. Ooh. Legendary bird. Gen yep. one. The, yeah. uh, the worst of the legendary But birds. I was split. <laughs> I was split. I love Moltres, but it was between him or Zapdos. Uh, Zapdos would have been a way better choice. Yeah. Your choice is horrible. I guess. Well, like I said, I'm more more fire oriented. <laughs> yeah. And you don't get Moltres until like the end of the game, too. Yeah. Yes. And like you pick him up, I think he's at level 43, and then you're like rolling into the Elite Four, and it's like, boom. No, he's level 50. I think so. Because they're all 50. But then you're rolling into the Elite Four with a level 50 Moltres. It's not really worth a level 50, and then you're just getting wrecked. And so. I don't even think it has Flamethrower off the bat. I think it's you got to okay. raise it a little bit. It's got Fire Spin. You're like, what yeah. am I going to do with Fire Spin? Yeah. Even though that was more useful back in that day. Meh. Nonetheless. Meh. I have to give you my number three. Is that what we were doing? Yes, you do. <clears throat> my number three is the final evolution of your number four. Ooh. Gengar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thought about Gengar because it's yeah. like, a, that's a really cool Pokemon. Gengar is a Pokemon that I always wanted to get in the game, but all, but never really was able to get. Yep. Because, like, by, by the time you can pick up a Ghastly, it's kind of like, you've already, you're no longer useful for me for the rest of this journey to, like, level you up. So. Yep. It's like, I'm not going to work so hard to not be able to get your final evolution yeah. anyway. anyway. Yeah. Rough times. Yeah. Gengar was one of the uh, motivating Pokemon for me buying two DSs so I could trade between my own Pokemon games so I yeah. could get all the Pokemon you wanna, I You wonder how I know you're lame? Because <laughs> I get multiple systems just so I could trade Pokemon. Yeah, that's terrible. It is, but it's happened almost every time. That's why you have two switches, isn't it? No, I have two switches because the rail went bad on my one. And I only, almost exclusively use it in handheld. Yeah, I think mine are, it's either my rail or my Joy-Cons are bad on mine. I was really hoping it was my Joy-Con, but I've got extra Joy-Con. None of them worked in the rail anymore. Alright, hit me with your number three. My number three Pokemon from the OG 151. Lapras! The Loch Ness Pokemon. I feel that. I, Lapras was usually in my party for my final four rounds. So, yep. Yeah. Very useful. Uh, man, yeah. I was a big water type guy, so I would always like to have Lapras. Lapras, was, I, Lapras was my my surf Pokemon of choice. Yep. Even if I uh, still, like, because I would usually start with Squirtle, so if I, like, had a Blastoise, I'd be like, I still want Lapras, because it's nice having that extra Ice Beam, especially yeah. against the Elite Four. I mean, honestly, my probably my, my most successful squad I ever had in Pokemon because i had blue was uh the blastoise set yeah that, that was probably the easiest run through the game i ever had um yeah so i feel that i feel absolutely. that absolutely nice Love hit, hit me with your number two my number two is the legendary bird of choice articuno i feel it I articuno the maybe the prettiest pokemon i feel ever. like articuno was the biggest pain in the ass to get uh, Articuno was a pretty big pain in the ass to get. He had to get into the yeah. bottom of the Seafoam Islands, mm-hmm. but like, um, I I remember the big pain in the ass part. For some reason, it was it always felt like the hardest to catch. Like it felt like I would have to throw a hundred Ultra Balls at it or to just catch it. burn your Master Ball. I didn't burn the Master Ball. I was uh, I was one of those dorks who saved the Master Ball from Mewtwo. So it was like cool, whatever. Give me that thing. There you go. Level seventy. I just want this right now. There you go. 
All right, hit me with your number two. My number two is the sentimental choice. The choice that all Pokemon fans would make. I'm surprised it's not number one. It's Pikachu. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, P- Pikachu is the one that's like, you know, growing up watching the cartoons, you feel like you need a Pikachu. Oh, man. Yeah. Pikachu's oh. lame. Sure is. Sure is. <laughs> I Might as well say Jigglypuff is your second favorite no, Pokemon. No. <laughs> is that the number one? Did I just spoil your number one? No, you didn't. What is your number one? Charizard. Gah. All right. You're done. And for <laughs> two reasons. For two reasons. The first reason is because I'm a fire type guy. and like, Charm- like Charmander was my, my choice playing through the games. The second reason is because of how much of an asshole Charizard was to Ash <laughs> on the show. I'm going to light this bitch on fire. Yeah, it's like, Daily! It's like, you know what? I feel you, Charizard. <laughs> this kid's a motherfucker. Please continue. He doesn't even know type advantages. He doesn't. Well, I'm, I'm pretty close with uh, with my number one uh, to what yours was. Just uh, just on the opposite, but I'm going with the, uh, with the starter version of it. I'm going with Squirtle. Squirtle is the... Uh, the best Pokemon from the OG 151. He was, again, another great character from the anime with the Squirtle Squad. Sunglasses. Pointy sunglasses. <laughs> very cool. Uh, I was very excited in Pokemon Go when they had sunglass Squirtles available. I feel it. That was fun. And uh, just, a, just a fun design. It's cool that it's like a turtle and a squirrel. <laughs> but it's, you know, a water squirrel. <sighs> With a shell. Yeah, part of me wanted to like literally put Squirtle, War Turtle, and Blastoise all in the top five. I was like, no, just That's pick one rough. of them. And it's like, obviously you spend more time with Blastoise because he evolves at level 36. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to have him for a while. But it's, I always like felt the, the kinship with the Squirtle. Like, yes, this is my dude. I feel it. It was great. I feel it. Love it. All right, so it's my turn to pick. Yeah, I mean, while you pick uh, and give us your number five, I'm going to grab a beer. Is that how this is gonna work? But but you but you need to hear what my choice is for number five. Do I though? Yeah, you do, you do. Because I'm going with Zelda items. So this top five list is gonna be the top five items from the Zelda franchise. And I'm gonna throw a Chris a curveball here at the beginning. Top five Zelda items from the Zelda franchise. Yes, <laughs> my number five item is the Ocarina item. From Majora's Mask. Oh, and what? here's why. Why? Why? <laughs> because in Majora's Mask, that item switches depending on which character mask you're wearing. Because not only is it an ocarina, but it's also a horn, it's also a guitar, and also fucking drums. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it does all <laughs> the things. Bill's gonna be excited when he hears that one. He's gonna be yeah. like, "Yay!" Because Majora's Mask is his favorite. Yeah, game, same, so. same. So I mean. That's my number five, the Ocarina for Majora's Mask specifically. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm only just gonna say my number five. It, I just need to name it. Uh, it's just gonna be the Ocarina of Time. Um, so you're going with the Ocarina from Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, yeah, it's just the Ocarina of Time. Well, the, the what's that? The second Ocarina that yep, you get? Because yeah. you have your little kid lame ass one that's, uh, that's uh, Saria makes for you. Which is super sentimental when she gives it to you. Yeah. And then you're just like, all right, fuck this thing. <laughs> Give me the Ocarina yeah, of Time. She gives you this thing. She knows you're going to grow up to be a big ass man and she wants some of that D later on. <laughs> Never happens, though. Never happens. Because that bitch be dead. He's all Zelda or Zelda. Well, <laughs> Link's Link. always got side bitches. Sure does. Like Zelda, very, Zelda's the main bitch. It's very heavy in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but I mean, it's like two of the side bitches have definitely been fish people too. So it's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're more peopley in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, very peopley. 
Yeah. All right. So hit me with your number four. Uh, would you with Mifa? No. <laughs> All right. My number my number four is Zelda. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I was more I was more into the I was more into the random girl at the stables that are like you can stay here if you want to like those ones. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah, picking it up. Okay. Cool. All right. No no fish people. Uh, <laughs> number four is Zelda. <laughs> no fish people. Very questionable on the uh, the bird people and the Amazon women are just kind of like kind of terrifying sometimes. Yeah, definitely terrifying. The best like, part about them is when I'm playing the game and they make like their like sound like speaking sounds. Gia starts laughing because she thinks it sounds very sexual. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, in uh, yeah, in in Breath of the Wild, it's like definitely heavy handed on the sexual overtones yep. there or undertones. I guess yep. you want to call them that. The innuendo. Anyway, yeah, it's like right. everyone's a little bit too like sexually attractive. It's like, what's going on in my Zelda game? Uh, number four item: the hook shot from Ocarina of Time. Okay, uh, just yeah, not the it, lo- not the long shot that you get later on. No, I like the hook shot better because uh, the long shot I don't get to that part of the game very often. I've only been to that part of the game one oh, time. It's because you suck at the game. Because I suck at the game and I've never finished it. Okay, yeah. all right, I feel it. Yep, it's me. My number four item is a weird one. Mm-hmm. It is the Gorman mask from Majora's Mask. Why that one? Well, do you know which one that is? Uh, nope, I've only Gor- the Gorman mask game. is a mask that you wear. Um, so, so Gorman was like a, a famous dance guru or a dance instructor, and you wear this mask on, and like Link goes into like this little dance. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That like completes like one of the side quests in the Bomber book. But when you go into the dance, it puts uh, it does this really weird, like Middle Eastern sounding music that I just kind of really dug as a kid, and now it's just there. Hmm. Just a random ass thing. I'm here for it. That is yeah. a that is a good pull. That's yeah. a very weird choice too. Yeah, that was what your number four. That's my number four. All right, my number three is the Master Sword. It's got to be oh. on there. It's okay. number three. Usually it's not really a quest item, but fucking Breath of the Wild made it into one. So here yeah, we are. Yeah, that's only like kind of a quest item anyway. It's a pain in the ass. You gotta beat like almost like a third of the game. Yeah, I guess. But like it's the only weapon that doesn't break. It's 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 Yeah, meaningful. but it, can, but it runs out of energy. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I maxed that bitch out. Yeah, I still have not done that. I haven't done the, done the DLC like Oh, all. dude, it's a pain yeah yeah that's why i haven't done it like i tried master mode on that holy crap yeah i'm not doing master mode again that sucked you don't need it for the dlc though you get everything in the the one save file yep that was the big dlc that i tried so my number three right to three my number three zelda item is the hylian shield to go along with your master there you go it's the coolest shield it's got by far the best durability of any shield in breath of the wild it's a pain in the ass to get in breath of the wild it's it's fun if you do the um, if you sneak in into the bottom instead of like going in the front door for the castle. I've n- never have I ever gone in through the front door of the castle. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did one time, and then you get wrecked like immediately. No, it, it was the first like it was the second time that I beat the game. Um, did you roll into a gatehouse for the first time on accident and get owned by Lionel? Cause that happened to me. <laughs> no, it was uh, at a point where I was like, all right, I've beat all the shrines i've maxed myself out i've got like the uh what was it the uh oh what's that attack armor the uh, barbarian i've got the whole barbarian armor set so my attacks already like boosted by three i'm just gonna go in here and fucking wreck everything and that's all i did it just went in the front door and it's like yeah i know i got this there you go um 
And also, it's uh, unfortunately the best shield for uh, shield surfing because <laughs> it lasts forever, and that's what I used yeah, it most for. I went through like five Hylian shields because I you can buy yeah them you can buy them from the dude on Terrytown. Uh, Terrytown, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I need to shield surf there as much go. as possible. All right, hit me with your number two. My right. number two is gonna be weird, so just brace yourself. All right. So my number two is uh, so I'm. All Breath of the Wild from here on out. Okay, mine's not. Uh, and number two is the Sheikah Slate from Breath of the Wild. Okay. Because you've, you've got these really cool powers, like, and obviously the physics engine is just the coolest thing mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild, but it's all manipulated through the Sheikah Slate. And it's got, like, really good sound design, too, where it, like, has that stone scraping kind of sound, yep. but it's not, like, that grating thing. It Like, when you set it into the shrines and everything, ah, uh, super satisfying. So and I'm, it's cool how it like looks like a switch. On my most recent run through, I forgot that you could upgrade some of the items on it. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So. Yeah, the bomb upgrade, very good. Yeah, so I did that and made everything easier. Yep. Cool. My number two is the hover boots from Ocarina of Time. You really like the hover boots that much, dude? I fucking love the hover boots. <laughs> I, I would honestly say that since Ocarina of Time, that is my most missed item wow especially because like well not so much in breath of the wild because you can jump that's true but like in the other ones where you can't jump that ability to hover over gaps was just bomb and honestly in my replaying of ocarina of time that is like my favorite item just to have on like once i have those i don't really switch shoes huh. yeah even though you slide a little bit you get yeah. used to it yep all right number one time hit me can you guess uh is it majora's mask no it's not it's the master cycle <laughs> is it really the motherfucking master cycle i haven't unlocked it yet yeah, so i can't even because you haven't it. done the dlc oh my god yep. dude it is the best because <laughs> you just got to refuel the damn thing you don't have to worry about it bucking you off you just drive yeah i mean i, I like oh very rarely have gotten like i literally tamed my first horse first horse ever in breath of the wild on my fourth playthrough all right ready for I was this? like i don't care about these you things know? i have four horses yeah do you have epona i think i don't know well, you can, uh, i've got the uh, amiibo if you use the horse uh, amiibo on it you I, get epona i don't have the i don't have amiibos because sucks I'm to not suck so here anyway here are the names of my horses bitch <laughs> bitch two god bitch the third and you also have that oversized horse that you need for that one quest. Uh-huh. Big bitch. <laughs> God. <laughs> You're probably also the same person that named your rival in Pokemon Ass. <laughs> Asshole, thank you. <laughs> Here's a little uh, tidbit. Every time I play Pokemon nowadays... I named myself Topher, obviously, and my rival every time is Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <sighs> but no, so anyway, the Master Cycle's bomb, because you just, like, I'm loaded down with, like, blue choo-choo jelly, so it's like, I throw some of that shit in there, and you just, it's like, you get across the map fast. Mm-hmm. There's, It's way easier to control than the horse. Yeah. It's like yeah. joyriding, so. <sighs> someday, someday. I really need to get another new Switch because playing Zelda without um, the uh, HD vibrations is not as much fun. Pretty much don't play on my Switch Lite. 
So that's my bougie complaint of the day. Ooh. Oh, my second Switch isn't as wow. fun as my first one. Uh. Yeah. Well, my number one Zelda item of all time is the Paraglider from Breath of the Wild. That thing is baller. Yeah, I feel it. That is, like, the coolest thing. Like, when you do Rivali's Gale, and then you can, like, you're just like, oh, well, that's a really long way to get to, like, all the way over there just running. Because I didn't use horses, so, so I was just running. So, you know the, like, the mini game of, like, the distance flight yeah. thing? I accidentally hit 890 meters once, uh-huh. and I can't even come close to that again. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but well, it was I got well. some good wind in yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. There's such good physics mechanics. Yeah, I almost made game. it all the way to the castle. Like I landed at like the uh, the giant pylon, <laughs> and the, the guy still yelled back at you. Wow, that was great. <laughs> yeah, here's your silver rupee. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. <laughs> all right. You get to pick the next list. Oh, the next list. Let's get... Uh, this is one that I just kind of want to get out of the way. I feel like the first two are really fun. I feel like the next two are going to be... Oh, no, wait. We only have two left, don't we? We only have two left. We only have two left. All right. Well, then I want to save the last one, the best one for last. Okay. So uh, what's top five consoles of all time? Oh, you think that... Oh, yeah, I think that's the flipped. less interesting one. All right. Neat. All right. <laughs> top five consoles. All right. Mine... Yet again, these are... Um, for me, these are the ones I've played the most, so you can go first. All right, uh, I'm I'm pretty close on the same thing. These are the my favorite ones I've played. I, there okay. might be one that I played more than the rest of these. Um, spoiler alert: that's the Sega Genesis. That was my growing up system. Okay. I did not put it on my top five. Feel it. Um, but my number five of all time is the Game Boy Advance SP. The SP. The second specifically the clamshell. Super important because okay. then it protected the screen and it made it like this little square to go in your pocket instead of this weird rectangle. Mm-hmm. But it had a backlight. It was the first uh, U.S. Game Boy system with a backlight on it. And it was like, oh, finally, you don't have to wait on like, you don't have to have it. I used to play by my nightlight so my parents wouldn't see the light on my room. I'd have this little nightlight that I'd snuggle up against to play Pokemon in the middle of the night. Just so I could see the screen. If I had had the Game Boy Advance SP the whole time, I would have been able to play in the dark. So, um, okay. Yeah. And so, it was the rechar- first one with rechargeable batteries, too, which was yeah. super important. So, I don't have any true handheld games on my list. Mm. My honor- I've got three. <laughs> my, my honorable mention would have been the Game Gear. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were a Game Gear Yeah, dude. I had a Game Gear. It was bomb. Backlit. Like, yep. early 90s. Yep. It was, Sta- oh, I'm pretty sure standard definition. It, the thing, the only thing that I heard complaints about Battery was life that it was had terrible. Like, yeah, and that it had like a jittery screen sometimes too. Mine didn't have a jittery screen. There you go. Anyway, my Wait. number five is the GameCube. It's a cube that plays games. It's a cube that I was going to say that as like before my top one. I was going to be like, if none of us say GameCube, be like, <laughs> there's also the cube that plays games. Yeah, no. Um, Why the are the cops outside? They should be inside. Uh, the GameCube is. I got it when it first came out that mm. Christmas. Nice. Um, That's a uh, 2001. Yeah, I played it a lot. Mm. Um, I wasn't. I never. I never had a PlayStation or an Xbox until Xbox 360. So. Um, yeah, the GameCube was like the, the, the system of puberty for me where I was like getting to play like a lot of games and like really knowing how to play games and really some of the best stuff too. Like some of the, like there was a lot of unique stuff that came out for the GameCube. You know what I want to play that I can't play because I don't have it for GameCube because for whatever reason I sold it to GameStop in like 2003. Oh no. 
Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2. And it's like a hundred bucks now for yeah. one of those things. And like everyone loves that. The one. ROM doesn't work. Yeah. It's a failed ROM, so yep. you can't even play it on the emulator. Imagine if they re-release that. Just great. That's yeah. it, let, That would be one of the games, like, we should do a top five at some point of games that you would want on a virtual console. Mm-hmm. Like, if they had virtual console GameCube games, Rogue Squadron should be on there. Yeah. It was a release, and usually when they do those, they have the release titles, and that was a release title. So, mm-hmm. uh, good luck getting um, Lucas Arts to agree to it, though. But anyway, it's true. I'll give you my number four. Go for it. Super Nintendo SNES. Oh, all right. Spent a lot of time playing on that. Actually, I still play it through this through the Switch Virtual Console. Really? Yeah, I still play it a lot. I've played like a little bit of some, but you're a big Super Mario World. Yeah, guy, right? Super Mario World, Donkey Kong Country. Like oh, NES, NES games hit me a lot harder than SNES. Super Mario Three. Yeah, but I can play that on SNES too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you so. like the All Star version of um, Super Mario Brothers Three more or the? I prefer the original, but the All Star version is still good. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's fair. I can still blow my way through that game in like twenty well, minutes. Yeah, so. Yeah. You're good at those games. Yeah. I like play those games like hitting platforms. You play those games like moving down the screen i'm very vertical <laughs> yeah well very horizontal i'm just like haha platform platform let's get some coins you're like all right here we go <laughs> it's like watch me get this cape in super mario world and i'm just gonna fly over this whole level i'm surprised you haven't like mastered the uh pipe glitch for it so you can just get through the middle of pipes no don't got that those are like the hardcore speedrunners, man. Yeah, I don't got that. I don't try to speedrun those games because there's glitches. Like, the one guy can beat that game in like a minute and 30, 20 seconds. So, mm. All right, your number four. My number four console of all time is the PS2. Uh, the best-selling console of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Yep. It uh, had great games, but it was it was my first, uh, my first at-home console. I had had nothing but handhelds before that. Uh, I was... Game Boy guy, except for uh, Sega Genesis, but when I had Sega Genesis, it was after its lifespan. Yeah. Like, I had Sega Genesis when the Saturn and the Dreamcast were coming out. That was like me having a uh, regular Nintendo for my first four years. Yep, yep. (laughs) So, um, I finally got to play, like, the sports games. So, I would join, like, these Madden tournaments with my friends, because I could finally, like, play the game. Um, Medal of Honor was like the war game that I would play instead of like Call of Duty. I was like, Call of Duty sucks. Medal of Honor is awesome. Flash forward like three years. It was like, oh, oh wow, never mind. terrible. <laughs> no, Frontline was great. Um, yeah. But the GameCube version had uh, better multiplayer. Oh. Because you could actually run four, v, uh, four players on multiplayer in GameCube. Mm. Um, and then the GameCube version of... Um, rising sun was also like multiplayer was exponentially better which is weird to say hmm. that's really weird pre, for a nintendo game pre pre-internet yeah so. yeah it's true nintendo's always had great like at home multiplayer yeah, yeah. still yeah. do the online stuff they just can't figure out my favorite ps2 game of all time though it's close like grand theft auto san andreas is like a close number two but i probably played 200 hours of star wars battlefront 2 just go. doing galactic conquest yeah that was uh i never got to play that well i used to play it at mark's because mark had a ps2 ah so i played that there my brother got a ps2 like way after like in the middle of the ps3 lifespan <laughs> and he had it so but no it was good 
All right. Am I up to for number three? Yes, sir. Number three video game cons of all time. Where is my list? Here it is. There it is. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of a weird one. Nintendo DS. Okay. Um, has my favorite Pokemon games of all time. Uh, black Pokemon and white. Platinum. No, I'm not a black and white guy. Oh. I actually didn't like black and white. That's oh. Bill's bag. Uh, I that's black. where I was like, oh, I don't like this. And then I really liked when Gen 6 came out. But I felt like I was the only one. <laughs> Most people complain about Gen 6 and think Gen 5 is the best. I think Gen 4 is the best and Gen 6 is really good. Um, but it had... Uh, like, I wanted to say the 3DS because I usually I play my 3DS more than I played my DS. But I just use my 3DS to play my DS games. The fun part about the 3DS is it has a lot of, like, N64 ports on it. But I think the better games came out for the DS itself. I really yeah. still like sprite-based games. Like, a lot of the stuff that I play on the Switch is, like, indie game stuff. Where it's, like, just high-res versions of... Yeah. Of, uh, of sprite games and uh that's that's where i really got a lot of that gameplay in and it's uh my favorite way to play games where you have a tv going you got a game system in your hand and, <laughs> and you're, you're playing on this and you can like look out of the corner of your eye to see the tv and, and that's, that's when that's you where... die <laughs> <laughs> yep and it's like that's that's just how I, I still prefer to play games that way oh geez so i come over to my number three xbox one really yeah wow it was difficult to pick between xbox one and xbox 360 hmm. i will say but i think i've actually logged more time on the xbox one than the xbox 360 i probably have too but i use my xbox one as like a media center I, i'm not counting that oh okay yeah i'm not i'm like literally just an actual gameplay i've probably put more time in on the xbox one wow that's just crazy. between like uh like batman arkham asylum oh. um the like four different assassin creeds games i've played on it you play uh, your racing games on there too right yeah yeah, yeah that, our number one nascar correspondent it's not returns NASCAR, nixon it's not nascar though <laughs> it's not. is it formula like, one nascar no. don't they don't they race in kentucky or something no they don't they go to texas <laughs> once uh once a season really yeah the oh. circuit of the americas it's in austin circuit of the americas yeah. that's a very texas racetrack yeah. name I, honestly, if I was to go to one in the United, like in not the United States, and on this continent, I would go to the one in uh, Canada. It's a, it's a much nicer track. Oh, wow, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the circuit, uh, the uh, Villeneuve. Hmm. It's good, but yeah, um, but yeah. So I've put a lot of hours in on that. And I feel like it's it's more reliable than my my Xbox 360 because <laughs> I had I definitely had two red rings of death so <laughs> it's like uh, I'm good <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like I mean the only thing that I played a lot of on the Xbox 360 was um was Halo 3 oh wow and I've probably actually now put more time on Halo 5 than Halo 3 hmm. so yeah that's fair yeah now number two it's my Switch. Yeah. yeah yeah it's why i'm currently playing the most yep it's uh, a yeah. it's great friendly games but like the first party nintendo games on there are like the best versions of it almost everything mm -hmm. i think mario odyssey is the best mario game ever i think breath of the wild is mm -hmm. the best zelda game ever i disagree with one of those i know i know you think mario 64 yeah. is the better one yeah which is absolutely fine and the, it's amazing how much of the movement 
from Mario Odyssey is just a high-res version of the movement from Mario 64. Yeah, like, it's outstanding. It's also dumbed down. Move. Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of, which is kind of my issue with Odyssey, but and also kind of my issue with Mario Sunshine a little bit too. But mm. uh, well, yeah, I can't really even speak to that one. Yeah, I hardly played. Sunshine. No, and you know the other like I view the Zelda games for the N sixty four and Breath of the Wild to be two totally different things. Because Breath of the Wild was designed to be this this wide open world map, mm-hmm. whereas like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask were kind of like a forerunner to an open world map, where it's kind of open world but still pretty guided. Like, yeah, like there's yeah. like open areas and stuff you can go different places. But you but you're you're told where you need to go, and what you need to do. The storyline is linear. Yeah. The Gr- world is open, but the line. Is Granted, linear. it's more linear in Ocarina of Time than it is in Majora's Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask. You could realistically go to whichever area you want and that's the fun mechanic of that one you know it's i i don't know another game that plays the way majority no. and does. there's not really games that repeat three days on you there's people yeah. calling for like hoping that the breath of the wild 2 is like the same weird mechanic like you have three days it go would, it would <laughs> honestly be cool like if they did pull something like that like not that exact thing but if they had not only the darker tone of Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, but also like a weird mechanic to like throw in there. Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah, that's my number two. What's yours? So number two. My number two is the Xbox 360. Okay. Uh, the only Xbox featured on my list. Uh, it is. I think I played it more. My favorite Xbox games are, are on the 360. I feel it. Uh, Dead Rising, Ghostbusters, uh, Arkham Asylum. Played all those on that. Um, yeah, because Arkham Asylum was a bridge. It was on both, right? Yeah. Uh, Halo 3. Um, obviously played a ton of Halo 3. Um, let's put uh, on my shelf down there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, th- those are the big names, but like also all the sports games. Yeah. I just played so many sports yeah, games. Yeah, I feel like... I still it... have my 360 hooked up just so I can play some of the old sports games, the old NCAA football games, and the old uh, 2K baseball you games. You know, honestly, I feel like that's something that the Xbox One isn't lacking. Like, they have the sports games, but mm-hmm. I feel like they've just, they're literally carbon copies. Yeah. MLB The Show's coming to uh, Xbox. Oh, thank God year. we get a baseball game for the first time in, like, literally almost a decade. Almost a decade, yeah. I oh. had no, like, I have no idea why they decided, yeah, we should license this game only to Sony. Like, why would you do that, MLB? Like, even Sony if you're not getting that many people on the Xbox. Probably Salt gave it to it, like, gave him a fuck ton of cash. Or they have Can't some worth or it. they have some owning interest in MLB, which is likely. Probably with the Mariners, because that's how that works. Well, yeah, they Asians. they're a Japanese company. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Richie, that was racist. <laughs> Only a little. So we here we go. So the number one is the Nintendo Switch. I've already oh, talked yeah. about what I love most about yeah, the Switch. Yeah, when I said the Switch for number two, okay. Yep, it, it's it's uh it's you, the best thing. You like the portableness of it. I, like I, the I portableness. don't. It's not portable for me. It's a console, so yeah. I don't like. I liked having it. I like having it on airplanes. That's mm-hmm. probably the only portableness I use it for. I've used it all three ways to play it. Uh, used it. Mo- I use it most in handheld, mm-hmm. but there were like some shrines in Breath of the Wild. Where it was a lot easier if I used it on the TV and used my Pro Controller. Because I could flip around the Pro Controller a lot easier than the whole thing. But also when I was working midnights at the hotel, set the thing on the desk, take the uh, Joy-Cons off, and just like... 
be able there to eat, like put my hands like down here. So like customers never knew that I was just playing video games all the time behind yeah. the desk. <laughs> it's great. Loved it. Um, it's it's ver it's versatile. It does the things I like to do. It's portable, and I don't care about graphics for video games. So I don't need like the the top end graphics. But also, I think that like Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey look gorgeous. Yeah. Like it doesn't. You don't need like super high fidelity, realistic graphics to look good for a video. Oh, game. absolutely. So, I agree. I, and honestly, I feel like moving from xbox 360 to xbox one it was kind of like we're just nitpicking graphics now yeah we're just like all right this is just really minute stuff don't get me wrong like there's some stuff like like on the assassin creeds games where it's like you get like this distance shot that's like wow that there's like some detail there that you wouldn't have been able to get on last gen but yeah yeah all right my number one yeah nintendo 64 Ooh, wow yeah. even with the uh the boomerang uh controller whatever yeah. you want to call that thing the three pronged dude piece of shit i i played so much on that you have um what's mario, your, mario 64 favorite? i probably well besides mario 64 so much time speed running that uh the banjo kazooie series oh yeah yeah real good games both of those games were excellent i wish that they had like good ports for those they do. Uh, they have they have uh, ports, but I heard they're not very good. On Xbox? Yeah. They play identically to the original. Do they really? Yeah. I, I'm I, I totally ha- down I for I have that. them both. I have not played Banjo-Kazooie since probably like 99? Yep. Yeah. I would love yep. to play that again. Those games were great. You also have to remember that we also had Donkey Kong 64, which was like so sweet. They had to send you a freaking expansion pack for the RAM to make it actually play. Had your uh, gold finger, not gold finger, gold finger, gold gold member. You went through. (laughs) Gold finger makes sense. Also, James Bond, even if it is a little dirty. And then you went gold member. (laughs) My name's Foxy Cleopatra, and I'm a whole lot of woman. Shazam! So, Gold and I was on there. I played a lot of your first Tony Hawk game on there, too. Oh um, yeah, it's it's crazy to think that like, like whenever I think of Tony Hawk games, I think of the PS2 because mm-hmm. that was that was another game series I played a lot on yeah. PS2. But like they they were out on PS1 and N64. Mm-hmm. The like, first ones came. Nuts. That's when the first ones came out. Yeah. I also used to play a lot of uh, mm-hmm. obviously from a previous list, Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball. I uh, had Madden 64. That was weird. Oh boy. Um, do you have that weird NFL Blitz game? Wasn't there like a I used to play it on PS1 oh, okay. at my uh, grandma's house. <laughs> Foster kids. Um, I had this... I had, Dude, so I had um, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, uh-huh. which was like... Which was basically like Blitz, except for hockey before Blitz was even a thing. Oh, man. Um, and then, like, I found my, my enjoyment for Formula One through N64, because I had... <laughs> um, so you become a, became our number one NASCAR correspondent. I didn't play a NASCAR game until GameCube, though. <laughs> but no, I had a Formula One game that was based in like a 1997 on uh, on that, which was cool. Damn. Yeah. So, um, what's um, what's an obscure one? Well, I guess you already went through the NASCAR one or the Formula One. One. Uh, what's like Conquer's Bad Fur Day is the one that I think of as like I, I never obscure... played it. I, I played... Dude, Star Fox 64. Forgot about that. Oh, real good. Yeah. Uh, the oh. Star Fox 64 port for 3DS. 
Was it good? Super fun. Yeah, it's like a. It's weird because it's obviously a smaller screen and like smaller system, but it feels like a high res version of that. Hmm. Um, so disappointing that they don't do more Star Fox and F Zero because F Zero on the SNES really fun. Uh, the, I pl- that's the one thing that I played the most on the virtual. The console. GameCube one is bomb. That's what uh, people have said. I have never played it. I have never even seen it played. Oh, that's like good. most games are like so. GameCube was like when the systems I got in like two thousand seven, like when I was just about dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked it up at like GameStop for super cheap and just picked up a bunch of games I wanted, mm-hmm. um, like Resident Evil Four and Super uh, Mario Brothers Melee. Because I played Melee all the time at yeah. somebody's house. But like I used to play. A lot of GameCube games with other people at their houses. Yeah. But, like, no one ever had F-Zero. Hmm. I never played F-Zero at all. Until yeah, I rented it from, um, from Hollywood Video. Mm. So. No, Those were the days. I guess, Remember that game crazy thing that was next yeah. to Hollywood Video? Yeah. So I would say probably the most obscure game that I played for N64. Probably not even obscure, but it's it's kind of it's a strange one. Was um, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire? Oh, I've heard good things about that it one. Played weird, but yeah. it, but it was it was good. Yeah. Um, I need to I need to bust that. I think I still have it, so I need to get into that again. It's good that you still have that stuff. Yeah, I definitely feel bad about like I sold my PS2 and all the games to GameStop for like twenty bucks. Fifty bucks total, yeah. I think it was like fifty for the console and then like whatever afterwards. And I just got a bunch of three sixty games I sold later. Yeah. No, um <sighs> I don't have Donkey Kong anymore, that's gone. Like my mom mm. ran a garage sale and sold a bunch of shit, so Moms, man. Yeah, you know how that goes. But yeah. That's my consoles. That brings us to our last list. The last top five. The top the number one top five of our top five video game top, top five Mario power up items. Super great. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? Uh, I'll start this time. All right. My number five item is the Tanuki suit from Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh, I'm I'm just gonna like go with you because uh, that is my number four. Oh, you so should have number four is good. It's fine. It's fine. It's my number five, and it's my number five because honestly. Like the uh, the raccoon tail that you get via picking up the leaf is the most common form, mm-hmm. and it's probably like one of my favorite power ups. But the Tanuki suit's like the next level, and there's also that weird um, P- uh, yeah PETA video where you're like flying around in a Tanuki suit, like and it's like raining blood. <laughs> so, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the just the tail and ears one mm-hmm. is probably the best picture of Mario ever on yeah. the cover of Super Mario Brothers Three. Yep, with him flying like that, so great. Yeah. All right, hit me with your number five. Uh, my number five is specifically the Fire Flower from Super Mario Thirty Five. Okay. Uh, because it turns that game into like a first-person shooter version <laughs> of of the OG uh, Super Mario. Oh, dude! Um, when I ha- I start off with that, I just very slowly walk through levels. Just... <laughs> yep, you just tap yeah. it. It's like all right, kill, 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 yeah. kill, kill. Yeah. It's like a I guess not even a first-person shooter, like a a Contra. Yeah, Super Mario Contra. It's like almost like a Bro Force a little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then your number four was the Tanuki suit, so we don't have to hit that again. So, my number four is the wing cap from Mario 64. I have (laughs) never gotten the wing cap. 
It's like the first one you get. I've never gotten the wing kit. Well, tell us about how great you were at that game. <laughs> so no, I love the I love the wing cap because it gives you the ability to shoot out a cannon and fly around. Leads to new perspectives, and that's also how you re- reach Yoshi after your 120th star to get the uh, the fuck ton of uh, extra lives. Yep, and that is uh, the second best Mario image on the front of a game ever. Of uh, Mario 64 with him flying with the wing cap. Dude, I wish I could like make you understand how my world was changed playing that game for the first time as the demo version at Toys R Us on their tiny ass TV. <laughs> that is like the first three years of me playing console games was literally just me playing demo versions at Walmart. Because it was like, oh, this is what games can be like? Because all I had was like Sega Genesis, so it's like 2D side-scrollers, and then Game Boy. So it was like sprite-based stuff, and then 2D stuff. And then I saw Pokemon Stadium on N64 at a kiosk at Walmart, and I was like, what? <laughs> Why this don't I looks, have this? This looks just like the anime. It didn't look just like the anime, but it felt like it did, because it was in 3D. It was pretty close. Yeah, and then, and then like, looking at stuff, and I'm just like, this is amazing! You can play like this? <laughs> so. Alright. Yeah, those kiosks were very big in my childhood, because that was that. essentially my babysitter while my, while my mom went grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you stay here, Dude, I'm gonna go do shit. I remember, um, one of the last times I ever played a kiosk was um, Star Wars Pod Racer. Ooh, a good one. I enjoyed yeah. that game. I never it played wasn't it great, outside of the kiosk. It. So, My number three power-up is the frog costume from Mario Bros. 3. Really? Yes. I be- thought about it because I like it, but... Well, here's why. It's because it's a revolutionary item that makes swimming possible. Because That's swimming true. in those original 2D side scrollers was a motherfucker. So. It was essentially the first version of Flappy Bird. Yeah. <laughs> tap, 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 float down a little bit. Tap, 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 float yeah. down a little bit. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Legit. That's just in Mario Brothers 3. For Mario 35, I'm okay with the, the Flappy Bird because it's like, fireball, fire, 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 fire. Yeah, so. Throw this bitch at you. But the yeah, whole no, time. I, I like the frog costume just because it makes it very easy it's like it's probably the most the it's probably the most impactful uh power up i think from mario brothers 3 anyway Mm -hmm. (sighs) all right uh my next one is the super mushroom so i'm on number three right yeah the super mushroom super mushroom from new super mario brothers on the ds Okay. Where it turns you into, into the, the big massive ass, the big ass motherfucker. And you just start running through the level. It's like, holy shit, look at me now. It's all great and fun until you're playing uh, fucking Mario Maker and it's a trap and fucks you. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. I didn't even know the Super Mushroom was in Mario Yeah, it Maker. is. <laughs> it is. And they, they they sometimes set it up in a troll level so that you basically screw yourself. Sounds like so. the only way they would do that. Yeah. Because... It seems like there are only troll levels in Mario Maker. Yeah. But that's just because I'm bad at Mario No, Maker. no, I, I've, I don't play Mario Maker anymore for that reason. <laughs> I'm tired of being trolled, man. I am. I am. Okay, number two. Hit my, us. My number two is the shoe. Ah, the shoe! The shoe! <laughs> All right. Also Mario Bros. 3. Yep. Big Mario Bros. I, 3. I, th- I think it's hilarious in Mario Maker where they have the stiletto. <laughs> yes. It absolutely, that, that's definitely part of it. I'm definitely throwing that part in. Because it, it is 
so funny that it's there like that. Uh, but it's it's just like a weird thing. Look at that. You actually killed a beer. I did. <laughs> so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've killed two beers in <laughs> the time it took you to kill that one. Oh, well, whatever. Such is life. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. All right, so this comes over to my number two. Yep. The Fire Flower from the OG Mario Bros. Oh. Because once I have that Fire Flower, I can pretty much run through the rest of the game. Oh, really? <laughs> do you ever get, uh, do you ever lose the Fire Flower once you get the Fire Flower? Yeah, I, I do. so good? No, I do. don't. No, I do. Actually, oh, okay. me having the fire, the fire Flower power-up is critical to me being able to run through the rest of the game. Because I end up, I usually take two hits. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But no, um. It's also kind of linked to what, playing the game with my dad when I was like four. And it's like, oh, I got the fire flower. Let's go. It's my turn forever now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll never play this game again. Yes. Good. Good yeah. one. I like it. And then my number one. My number one item. My most used item of all time. Oh. The cape from Super Mario World. Oh, I don't know why I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you unlock that secret level, and I'm going back to that motherfucker every time I lose it, because I can fly over almost every level in that game. Yep. Yep. Uh, did they have, like, the where you turn into, like, the blimpy kind of thing? Was that actually in Mario World? The balloon? In, yeah. Yeah, that's Mario World. Okay, just making sure. That yeah. Wasn't true. I hadn't ever seen that part of Mario World until Mario Maker 2. So. Yeah, no, that, that rolls up in... um mostly in prominence and i think it's like the fourth or fifth level of the secret world where you have to use oh. it to get all the way through it it's a pain in the ass yeah it looks like a pain in the ass it is. but nonetheless that's a good one and uh that's my favorite part of super mario world even though i'm not a big mario world guy um uh, well my favorite part is finding yoshi remember the first time i found yoshi in that one i was like what? why does this one do different things this is so cool is it because it's a different color <laughs> Yeah, because, yep. uh, what is it? The um, the green ones just spit items back out. The red ones turn everything in the fire. Mm -hmm. The yellow ones make you do, like, the super stomp. Oh, I don't even know that. Yeah, yeah. When you have when you put something in your mouth and you jump, you do, like, the ground pound. And it just shoots, every, like, a, a oh, force out. Yeah. Um, and then the blue one, if you put something in your mouth, you ought to have wings and you can fly. Yeah. yeah they all have powers. That kind of counts as a power-up, but that's not my number one power-up. What's your number one power-up? The warp whistle. Oh, the warp whistle! Feels like oh, cheating, but yeah. that's my number one. What was that movie with that kid, uh, something savage, Fred Savage? Oh, um... He was in a movie about, like, speedrunning that, like, in the 80s. Yeah, it was. It had the had the power glove. Yeah, which um, is the most worthless thing ever. <laughs> yep, so dumb oh what was yeah that? okay i'm gonna look it up yeah because that was actually a big deal like in real life because it was like the uh the video game world championship of like 86 or something the wizard yeah yep. but it's based around like the nintendo video game world championship where they had a specific cartridge made for it it's super cool yeah those are like still in circulation like well not circulation but like they release their people like buy them on ebay because for, like, they're like way too much money yeah they're good collector's items yeah um because they actually score the game differently mm -hmm. um so yeah it's really weird stuff but uh that's where a lot of people relate speed running back back to so yep but the warp whistle is like incredibly important to speed running that game so. yep that's it uh, that's that top good, five list that was a good top five of the top fives actually yeah this is just a precursor for the uh the shenley carry out <laughs> 
top five cheat beer challenge. Sponsored by Vintage Estates. <laughs> We're not going to Vintage Estates to get it. <laughs> Vintage Estates sponsors Shenley Carryout. Sponsoring the cheat beer. <laughs> they, they sure don't. <laughs> Jesus. But this is, uh, yeah, top fives are fun. Top so. fives are fun. They're fun. We should definitely have another top five, top five episode. Oh, absolutely. So the title of this episode needs to be top five, top five. Top five, top five video games. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Boom shakalaka. Gotta hit stop now. Then we can actually close it. And that was our first top five episode. The top five of the top five. Top five of the top five. This is our first time trying this format. If it fucking sucks, please feel free to tell us on Facebook. We don't care. We're adults. We can handle it. And we're going to do it again anyway. And we're going to do it again <laughs> anyway. We had fun doing it. If you want to comment on uh, on our Facebook page or on our Twitter page about what kind of top five, top five you want us to do, please do that. Um, if you want to be part of, what are we going to call our community? We don't actually have a community, but it'd be fun to have a nickname for them. Um, Dick Nation? <laughs> He loves it so if much. You want to join this. Dick Nation? <laughs> How about Topher R Us? God no. <laughs> Dick Nation's better than that. <laughs> so if you want to join Dick Nation, uh, I'm sure there's a, a 1990s AOL gay chat room for that one. <laughs> so realistically, as we go forward with this top five thing, if you give us $20 and or you buy our entire six pack of beer, which usually we, costs about $20, <laughs> it costs about $40 today. We, well, we, I also we, bought the bottle of champagne. Yeah, shush. We will, <laughs> we will submit to you the five topics so that we can include your top five in our discussion of our top five. Ah, yes. It was a little bit confusing, but I followed it. <laughs> Honestly, the plan would be we would just have you on as a guest, but I need to think of a way to mic you. <laughs> or maybe if we ever get actually sponsored, we'll get the equipment that we could have a third microphone. A third microphone. Right now, we are only limited to two. <laughs> so you just get these two motherfuckers That's talking true. about top five Mario power ups. If you have any ideas that you'd like us to discuss on our show, please feel free to shoot those into our comments or our wall on Facebook and or Twitter. We also have an email, uh, Topher Nixon, Topher Nixon at gmail.com. I, I think believe. that's it. Let me double check. Uh, if anyone actually emails us, we will be shocked. Shocked, I Pretty say. Pretty sure I have alerts set up for that email and I've never received one. <laughs> It is Nixon at gmail.com. And we have seven unread messages in there. From, Uh-oh. From mostly from Anchor, our oh, publisher. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, somebody's already sent us an email. So if you're listening to this, last plug I guess I should start making is that if you are interested in starting your own podcast, Anchor is who <laughs> we use to publish our stuff. Anchor.fm. It's all free. Uh, they believe in freedom of speech and freedom of broadcast. So they Just are... like Donald Trump. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I highly recommend. They're easy to work with, and they supply you with everything you need to get a podcast off the ground. Most of which I didn't need because I have a recording background. Woo! You can actually use their website to record and format your show right there. We don't, but that doesn't mean you can't. <laughs> so... That's all I got. (laughs) 
that was an actually worthwhile ad read. Uh, I'm going to follow that up with... Uh, I'm going to follow what you're going to follow up with something, too. So. Oh, you go first. <laughs> I've cracked another beer. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> We're actually getting through his half of the six-pack in this episode. That doesn't usually happen. So my last beer was the Blue Martian from Platform. This one is the Red Martian. It is a... Also delicious. Turning to the side, slowly. <laughs> As if we have video watchers. Yeah, we don't. Thank God. Where did it go? Ah, here we go. Slushy style sour with fruit punch flavors. So think of it as being your standard red fruit punch slushy in beer form. Because that's what it is. Pretty much. And uh, I also cracked a third beer um, <laughs> for this episode. Uh, don't, I don't think I ever talked about my second beer. You did it. Uh, but it, it happened. Nixon was here. Uh, my third beer is an urban artifact, Astrolabe or Astrolabe. <laughs> uh, Concord grape, Midwest fruit tart. It is delicious. Imagine Welch's grapefruit juice with like a little bit more tartiness and uh, of alcohol. Uh, Just so, a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, great. And a little bit of that like fake grape flavor, which I actually like. You know those like, uh, like chewable children's aspirins uh, that were grape flavored. Uh, I wasn't gonna I go with that. Loved those. I was gonna go with blow pop grape flavor. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or my ultimate artificial grape flavor, Big League Chew. Oh, real good. <laughs> I could not chew that though because I just swallow. Swallow it. it yeah. It's so good. Uh, so that has been a uh, want to have a beer with Nixon and Topher. Uh, if you want to have a beer with us, come back when we're recording again we don't have a schedule reach out to us on facebook yeah talk to us uh usually it's only our friends that do this and as always as always what lick my balls lick my balls <laughs> <laughs>